Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. So how do you make money with a podcast? Well, in this episode, I'm going to interview John Lee Dumas about that very topic. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the brand new Teach Your Passion course. It's a step-by-step online video course that teaches you my six-step blueprint on how to create your first course. To learn more, go to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash teach. So let's get right into today's episode. So how do you monetize a podcast? Well, if I was only allowed to ask one person that question... It would be our guest today, John Lee Dumas. John is the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, a top-ranked podcast named Best in iTunes in 2013. John interviews today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs seven days a week and has been featured in both Time and Inc. magazine and is the founder of Podcasters Paradise, a community where podcasters can create, grow, and monetize their podcasts. Entrepreneur on Fire generates over 450,000 unique downloads a month with past guests such as Seth Godin, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vanderchuk, and more. So hey, John, welcome to the show. Jonathan, I'm stoked to be here and prepared to ignite. All right, awesome. You know, one of the things that, you know, your story that kind of inspires me is when I heard that, you know, in your former job, you spent a lot of time in the car, you love listening to podcasts, but you became frustrated when you ran out of those, those new episodes that you wanted to listen to. And so this, at least from what I understand, it kind of began the inspiration or idea of producing a new daily podcast that actually became the uh, best in iTunes in 2013. Congrats. Thank you. But what I'm curious about is, can you talk a bit about the importance of trusting in your own idea and scratching your own itch? Because they're obviously, at least I wasn't aware of that kind of a model out there that you kind of launched out. Absolutely. So it's definitely one of those things, too, that especially in hindsight, Jonathan just jumps out to me like a sore thumb. Because now that I've interviewed well over 600 inspiring and successful entrepreneurs, a common theme just continues to come up over and over again. Because with Entrepreneur on Fire, we start each episode with a failure. And over and over again, it just seemed that my guest failures happened when they didn't follow their intuition, when they didn't follow their guts. And conversely, their aha moments and successes happened when they did follow that intuition, when they stayed true to themselves, when they really were speaking from within their authentic voice and going after a topic, an industry, a passion that was resonating truly with them. And so for me, I had no idea that I was ever going to be a podcast host. Even as early as two years ago, I was 
climbing the corporate ladder in commercial real estate. I was definitely listening to podcasts because I was always in the car, but that's all I knew how to do, press the play button and listen. I knew nothing else about podcasting. I wasn't a tech guy. I had zero broadcasting experience. I had no online presence whatsoever, but something just became so obvious to me as a consumer of podcasts is that for someone like myself that had to drive to work every single day, which hundreds of millions of people around the world have to do every single day, there was just these great shows out there once a week. And so when I would find a great show and I would go back and listen to their years of back catalogs at times, it would take me mere weeks or at most months to listen to everything that they had ever produced over the course of that entire time frame that they were podcasting from. And I said to myself, John, where's that seven-day-a-week podcast for that person like me that wants to wake up and just know that there's a fresh episode waiting for them? Where's that podcast? It didn't exist at the time, Jonathan, because I went back, I looked, I couldn't find it anywhere where there was an, a daily podcast interviewing inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. So being from, not from India, India, but having traveled extensively in India for over four months, I got to know a lot of Gandhi quotes and really focus on that. And one of the big things that I took away from following his journey and his walk and reading some, some books from him and some quotes was, you should just be the change that you want to see in the world. And I said, you know, I don't love this journey that I'm on right now. I don't love the direction that my career is heading. I like it. It's, it's safe. It's financially rewarding on some levels, but I don't love this path. So how would I stop complaining about a change that I want to see in the world and just actually be that change. So it took a lot of courage. It did not come without its string of failures after making this decision and fear and all of that. But that was the day, Jonathan, that I decided to create Entrepreneur on Fire. And here we are 20 months later, 600 episodes later, still having a blast. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an incredible podcast. One of my must listens. And I love... Uh getting that inspiration on a regular basis. So thank you for following that intuition. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because I'm sure you've been asked this before, but you know, after interviewing hundreds of entrepreneurs, are there any common top traits that you see with these, these guys that have been successful? Every single entrepreneur that has been successful, if you ask a couple questions, they always answer in the affirmative. Did you have a mentor? Yes, always. Do you currently have a mentor? Yes, I currently do. Are you in a mastermind? Yes, I am. Did you start in a mastermind at some point? Yes, I did. The consistent trait, Jonathan, is that these successful entrepreneurs are surrounding themselves with successful, inspiring, thought-provoking people. They're following that Jim quote, that Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. The successful entrepreneurs that I interview insist upon the five people that they're spending the most time with to be successful, inspiring, and in just thought-provoking people. I like to kind of look at a bus and say, right now we're all traveling on a bus and there's a lot of people on our bus right now, people that we interact with on a daily and weekly basis. If we were to look around and see who is on our bus to open the back and to choose 
the lower third to let out the back of the bus of people that are just not really adding inspiration and quality to our lives and maybe even just detracting from it and then open up the front door of that bus and let one thirty-three percent of people come on that are just incredibly inspiring that are doing good things think of what that would do to the average of the bus it would be insane the positive impact that would have on everybody in the bus not just you so that's the kind of mentality that I personally have and that I've seen with all of my past guests. They really focus on surrounding themselves with these type of people. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm in a mastermind group. We get on a call every Thursday and these guys push me. I mean, they have the ability to speak into my life. <laughs> they have the ability to call me out when, you know, if I have a victim mentality or if I'm not believing in my worth they're pushing me. They're asking those questions, and they have the ability to speak into my life like no one else. So I echo that for sure. Love well, it. let me ask you this: what, what after talking to all these people, what inspires you the most after talking with so many entrepreneurs? What inspires me the most is the ripple effect that good deeds this day can have. And by good deeds, I mean producing free, high quality, valuable content is a good deed and so many people around the world are doing this and because of the time and day and age that we live in Jonathan the viralness of that free valuable consistent content the ease that it can be downloaded and consumed literally around the world at an astounding rate just is incredible and to see that happening and then to see the ripple effects that that free valuable content is having around the world where an example would be entrepreneur on fire which in the month of may was downloaded 829,000 times in over 145 countries around the world this podcast has inspired people who i will never hear of or even meet to do something with their lives that's going to inspire other people that never would have heard that will never hear of me and that probably never would have heard of that person that I inspired had that person not taken that step forward and created something inspiring. So that ripple effect that just goes out from one person standing behind one microphone and creating something of value and then offering it to the world for free is incredibly exciting to me. Yeah, you are exactly right. You know, just last week I was in a, at an event in Dallas and I had this little kind of a meet and greet thing going on and somebody tapped me on the shoulder, turned around, never met the person before. And he's like, I live 15 minutes away from here. I've listened to every episode of your podcast and just went on about how it's influenced him. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, when you're recording this thing, you're sitting in a room, you're probably in your house, <laughs> you're sharing your passion and then you upload it. And then, you know, sometimes you get feedback, obviously, and those emails are great, but when you're, you know, face to face with someone who's been impacted by something you've shared on a podcast that, you know, literally lives states away from you, it's humbling. Very and, humbling and very inspiring because sometimes the life of an entrepreneur can be a little isolating. When you push that re you push that publish button and it goes out to the world, we all have that question. Is this being consumed? Is somebody listening? Hmm. Yeah. Well, let me just switch the gear for a couple of questions because I know the listeners here, they're building their platforms, they're blogging, and many of them, because I get the emails, ask questions about podcasting. So if it's okay, we're going to jump in just a couple questions here related specifically to podcasting. Sure. All right. First, I've heard it say, actually, it's been said that 90% of podcasts 
never make it past the seventh episode. And I know I've ran into this where I come across a podcast and I'm like, ooh, I like the topic of this, and I'll go check it <laughs> out. And they haven't uploaded an episode in sometimes years um, now or you know, many, many months. And so what do you think are some of the reasons for that? Why do people, at least it seems like they give up too soon? Absolutely. And a pretty interesting side note before I dive into my very specific reason as to why I think that is the case. We launched our podcast within four days of each other. Did you know that? No. September 22nd, 2012 is when I launched. You're September 26th. How cool is that? That is really cool, except I'm probably like 50 or 60 episodes in. I don't even know what the count is, and you're like 600. So, <laughs> Hey, we're both providing value. That is the important thing, Jonathan. But to answer your question specifically, the imposter syndrome. The imposter syndrome controls the lives and the minds of 99.9% .9 of human beings, myself included, because it descends upon me all the time. I have to beat it back with a stick of inspiration whenever I get the opportunity. But we're humans. We are going to be descended upon by the imposter syndrome, that voice inside our head that's saying, who am I? Who is going to listen to me? Why should anybody take time out of their day to hear me speak? Who's going to want to come on my podcast and take time out of their day to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with me, with this supposed audience that I'm building? And then these, these little words and these little imposter syndrome demons just really descend upon us and it happens all the time which is why it's all the more important jonathan to have these masterminds that you're in and that i'm in to have the support when these things happen because it happens to every entrepreneur it happens to every small business owner it truly happens to every human being no matter what situation you are in your life whenever you are pushing the envelope and doing something new this imposter syndrome comes in and says, hey, do you really want to walk outside right now? Because it's warm in this cave, and there might be a saber-toothed tiger around that mm -hmm. corner. Well, guess what? That kept us alive back in the caveman days, but now it holds a lot of people back. Mm -hmm. So the imposter syndrome is something that's always going to be ever-present. People start their podcasts because they, they are excited. They want to do this. They want to do that. And then a few episodes go by, and they're like, huh. Like, I'm not getting 100 emails in my inbox every day. I got one one-star review from this guy that didn't like my podcast. I must be horrible. And then that's all. The, the imposter syndrome demon only needs one little breadcrumb to just grow larger and larger and larger. So you can't feed it. You have to ignore the haters and the negative people out there. And you have to focus on surrounding yourself by positive, energetic people who are also going through these imposter syndrome situations, but are helping each other through it. Yeah. And I call it, uh, I actually wrote a post on it called the fear of not being good enough. And mm -hmm. I think that is a part of it is we, we just don't value our own unique perspective, voice experience. And we just throw our hands up and say, well, if somebody else is already covering this topic, then what can I add? Love that. So, okay, let me ask you this, because I, I get people and I'll get the emails and they'll say, okay, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast, but how do you monetize it? Or I'm, I'm currently doing a, a podcast and I know people are listening to it, but I, I can't figure out what, what's the purpose? What, what, you know, I want to add value, but beyond that, what am I trying to accomplish with, with podcasting? And so I think a lot of people have a hard time figuring out how to monetize their podcast. Do you have any good 
advice on, you know, a good place to start? Yeah, I definitely do. I, I would love to give an opportunity for people to think about different ways they can start monetizing their podcast. Yeah, I know we're under some time constraints, Jonathan, and I know that your listeners may want more. So I do want to mention that I do a free live podcast workshop every single week at podcastersparadise.com. You can claim your spot for the for when the next one goes live. And in that one, John, I talk about the five best tactics to grow your audience mm-hmm. and the top eight ways to monetize your podcast. And I really go into depth there. So if you really want to dive deep, check out podcastersparadise.com for that free live webinar. But just to kind of start people off in the direction, with monetizing, it's all about this. With podcasting, you are providing free content. That's your podcast. You're providing valuable content. That's you working hard to provide value either with your guests or with the topic that you're talking about. And then it's consistency. It's doing it on a consistent basis. You do these three things, over time you're going to build an audience. And that audience, Jonathan, is going to be who tells you how to monetize. They're going to tell you what their pain points are, what their struggles are, what their challenges are this time this month right now and then you the listen you listening to your audience are going to be able to catalog and when you see the consistent things coming up and up and over and over again these same consistent pain points and struggles you create the solution when you see enough of the same problem that people are having create the solution and then form it in, in a product or a service and then offer it to your audience. And that is an amazing way to monetize. It's our number one monetization strategy at Entrepreneur on Fire. We listen to our audience. They tell us their struggles. When enough people are struggling with the same thing, we create a product or a service that solves that pain. And then we offer it to them at an incredible value and always way over deliver. Another way that we do monetize, Jonathan, this is for a little down the road when you can just continue to provide free, valuable, consistent content, grow that audience even more in that niche that you're in, you're going to start being approached by sponsors. I was approached by sponsors at about the month seven where they came to me and said, John, we know your audience are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, small business owners. We want to be in front of your sponsors. And these were sponsors like, of your listeners. And these sponsors were 99designs, Squarespace, LegalZoom. You've heard them sponsor other podcasts because they know that by getting in front of our listeners, that they are going to be able to offer their products and services which solve pain points that our listeners have. So with Entrepreneur on Fire, we're actually, as we sit right now in the beginning of June, we are already 100% sold out for Q3 for sponsorships, meaning that July, August, and September are completely sold out. And each month, July, August, and September is generating $46,000 in sponsorship revenue. So just those three months, we'll be generating over $125,000 in sponsorship revenue for the podcast Entrepreneur on Fire. And that's just one of our income streams. So We're an extreme example because we have a lot of listeners, because we do a lot of podcasts. When you multiply $1,000 times 30 episodes, you're going to get a lot more than when you multiply $1,000 per episode by four episodes a month. Mm -hmm. So those combinations is one reason why Entrepreneur on Fire sponsorship income is so high. But for a lot of the listeners, I'm sure $4,000 a month would be a welcome addition to your, pay, to your income. I'm sure $400 a month for a lot of people that are just starting would be a welcome addition. So the money's real 
It's out there. Podcast sponsors want to be in front of your audience. And again, we go into super depth on these free podcast workshops about this topic and others. Um, but those are a couple ways that people can start. Awesome. And I encourage you guys that are listening, go jump in, join that free workshop. I know it's going to add a lot of value to you. Well, John, last question, and this has been great. And if someone's listening right now and they're thinking, you know, I've been thinking about starting that podcast or they say, you know, I am podcasting, but I just I want to take it to that next level. What is a great way or maybe you've got two different ways, but what's a great way to get started on that journey with you personally? Well, absolutely a way to get started. And John, I would just like to offer your audience a free resource. It's called Podcast Launch. It's the number one book in Amazon on podcasting. It has over 266 five-star reviews. It comes with 15 video tutorials. I'm going to give it to your audience, to your listeners, completely for free. It'll be linked up, John, on your show notes page. So if your listeners want to go to your show notes page, they can get that book 100% for free. Um, it's just my way of saying thank you for listening to Jonathan. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for just listening and supporting the podcast community. Um, so that's a great resource. That's a great place to start. And then also I would just listen to podcasts in your niche, podcasts that you're passionate about and see what people are doing right. See what people are doing wrong and use that to come up with ways that you can actually create your podcast that's different, that has a USP, a unique selling proposition. You can create your podcast that you can really be inspired to inspire others. Perfect. All right. There you have it, guys. Take advantage of that. Uh, the resources, go check out what John's doing. And if you're not listening to the podcast, make sure that you add it to your playlist. So, all right, John, thanks again for being here today. Jonathan, it was truly my pleasure. And I will catch you and your listeners on the flip side.